She loves Chanel CC, designer belt GG, house full of models GG. How many bottles plenty? How many hating many? Run it up, 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 run up a check. Chilling with hoes, I'm smashing the friend and I'm smashing the next. She said she love it, I do it the best. Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of A Little Kiss and Tell. This is your girl Moneybags and I have my co-host here with me today. Hey y'all, it is your girl Ashley Nicole. And we have two special guests here reoccurring, of course, my homegirls. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Feel free to plug any business, any social media handles that you have. Um, hey guys, my name is Jay Christian. I am a real estate broker in Atlanta and my real estate, my IG hashtag is at BJ Christian. Hey y'all, my name is Angel Peters and I work in a sales ops for software companies, but on the side, I own a photo booth business and you can follow me at Everlasting Photo Booth Memories. That's Everlasting Photo Booth Memories on IG. Awesome, love it. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for today's sex position of the day, we have the stair. So it's called the stair master. So it says you need a staircase at your disposal for this one. The woman has to kneel on one of the steps while supporting her body on the step in front of her. The man stands behind her and holds her by her thighs. And this is what it looks like. I hate that I'd be having this. Uh... Oh, okay. It's like me. I'm going to try that out on the stairs. I'm just thinking about rug burn, but I mean, you know, <laughs> with pleasure comes pain. So you know. say it again, Sierra. You said you want to say it? Hold on. Not the rub bar. You might have to get on uh, your feet, some, honey. Right, or put Ooh, some down, yes. some padding. That's the thing, because I would definitely try it. <laughs> or like put down like a blanket or a pillow. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah, pillow would be good. Because that rub burn is no joke. The rub burns ain't no joke, y'all. And they hurt. Especially if you really days. getting it in. Okay. Look, and these and hurt for a couple <laughs> days. <laughs> these need You be like, oh, hurt. but then you be like, ooh, that was good. <laughs> And then, you know, when you get a certain age, you're not going to rug burn. They just Okay. Right. Okay. With the rug burn for me. Okay. Yes, so <laughs> for today's icebreaker game, we're going to do never have, no, wait, no, we're going to do, what's the name of the damn thing? Um, This one, y'all. <laughs> never have I ever? Oh, yeah, it is. Never have I ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to do Never Have I Ever. So everybody start with three fingers and we go in a circle and ask a Never Have I Ever question. Okay. So I can start. Never Have I Ever done the staircase. <laughs> the stair master. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nobody's tried that position. Okay. Ashley, Nicole, you want to go for the next On one? On the stairs, but not that position. Right. <laughs> um, never Have I Ever Used Handcuffs. Oh, I actually have not. You have? I cannot believe that. <laughs> I have not had the handcuffs. Oh, I have, but I haven't. It's kind of like they was there, but they wasn't really, really used. And that's good. So you Did it go around anybody's wrist? That's something like I don't even, like, I know we had them, but you know, black folks don't be trying to do that. 
<laughs> right. Like, you got to find a okay. black man to let you. I don't know if you want to tie up like that. <laughs> right. So, I'm going to say no. <clears throat> so, nobody put no fingers down. All right. Okay. One of y'all guests go. Jay, you got one? Uh, I'm thinking. <clears throat> um, so, I'm trying to put on Coco Melly. Um, Girl, I know that life. <laughs> Let me see. Never have I ever got my booty hole big. Oh, I have. You know, I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> okay, so we got me and Jill and Ashley Nicole with the finger down. So we. Oh, y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever um <clears throat> done it on a plane. Oh, that was gonna be my next one. I always do that one. I want to though, so bad. Me too. That's why I said like a jet. Ooh, Ooh, okay. (laughs) That'd be dope. Um, okay, let's see. Never have I ever had sex on a balcony. I was trying to, y'all. Okay, and Jill and Ashley Nicole, they both got one (laughs) finger up now. Y'all gotta share some stories now. We need to hear a little something, something. I've been deprived. Shit. Um, I did it in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, Ashley, I fucked with you. Mine was Bolivia, <laughs> Cartagena. Was it daytime or nighttime? Daytime. Daytime. Shit. I'll okay. say sunset. <laughs> oh. I'm and I haven't. Um, and I have like, what was it? Was it Miami or Destin? One of them. But yeah. Okay. And I did it in Atlanta. Remember when the W used to be by Perimeter Mall? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like Meridian now or something. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. There. Okay. Yep. In, in Atlanta balcony. Oh, you was in Atlanta. <laughs> we was high up. We was high. We was very high. Well, I wasn't uh, that high up. <laughs> it was nighttime. It was nice though. Right. I'm like, what was the view? Look, we, we was pulling blankets and pillows from the uh the room, put it on the floor, on the ba- I'm on the balcony floor. Oh, y'all was on the floor. Oh, wow. See, y'all, see, y'all was preparing. I didn't prepare. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that time I was, we was like, <laughs> outside. But me, because I'm an overthinker, I'm like, I don't want to be on the ground. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. Because it's like, anytime I think about like balcony sex, I always think like people got a chair out there or you just bent over with your hands on the <laughs> Yeah, now that in Columbia was like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Jay, I see you snuck a finger down. Is this for this balcony thing? No, that was for the question. I, damn, I forgot. The booty hole, I think. The mile high? No, no, not the booty hole. Um, oh. <laughs> mile high I forgot which one it was. Well, she took her finger down for Dang, I can't remember. It was, <laughs> it was one of them. You snuck it down. I don't remember what it was. Okay, so after the call, you ask a question. Um, Never have I ever crashed a wedding. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I ain't did that. No, that's a good one, though. <clears throat> All right, nobody put fingers down. All right, Jay, you got another one? <clears throat> Never have I ever. Uh, went skinny dipping. I did that. I'm out. You're done yeah, I'm out. Oh, yes, I, I have last year. I went last oh, year for my friend's birthday. 
that you did the last year for your birthday my friend's birthday we were in mexico and it was kind of like a dare so like five of us just went skinny dipping oh yeah that's kind of like how my mine wasn't a dare though i think it was my <laughs> idea i was out of town in california she had rented this airbnb like in the um desert area i forget the name of it um but for her birthday and it was like a whole airbnb full of us there but um like, it was like oh i think i remember that yeah, mine, it was yeah. god and girl it was i know who you was with girls. Yeah, it was guys and girls at mine. We was in Miami. Yeah, like, it was like 15 of us. And we like... And my tampon fell out <laughs> in the water. They I... shut up. Oh, my God. No. I was like, is that my tampon? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. If y'all I would not have admitted that was mine. I'm going to tell y'all. Right. <laughs> I was more shocked. It wasn't me admitting it. I was like shocked. Like, what right. the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. That is I would have been like, yeah. really... That would have been so. No, I would have been. It like, wasn't, it, wasn't me. Thing. Oh my god, that is crazy. That is crazy as hell. I don't know what the hell I would have did. We was in a jacuzzi mm-hmm. when we did it. Um, the first time I ever skinny dip was at a lake in high school with some friends. Oh, that really? sounds creepy to me. I can't get mm-hmm. it. Lake we had went. We drove up to the lake and we went skinny dipping. Oh damn! I'd be scared. What's in there? Mm-mm. I did it. I know. Um, I, I was young. I was like. <laughs> 18 18. I, yeah. I did it in um in Mexico <laughs> and we all did it was on my birthday trip and we all did it and the security came and they like we thought they was gonna take our clothes. Oh they, oh they just they ain't say nothing to y'all they just they was like get out get out oh. <laughs> they would have took y'all clothes that would have been petty okay Bro, the second time I did it was in Col- the same trip Colombia Cartagena but it um it was late night but girl that sand oh my god the sand is the devil it was everywhere that's what i hear the sand like that's what the that's what they say about like having sex on the beach i'd be like yep because that's what we did i I did it one time i ain't getting no more yeah Yeah, that sand be everywhere i gotta be on the cabana when i went Mm -hmm. it was in mexico and it was like it was fun though it was like (laughs) a dare and i mean but most of my friends that went though, they were dancers. So it was kind of like they was used to it. I was like, yeah. oh, let me think about it. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. <laughs> it is fun though. It's freeing, but that was fun to sneak. Because it was nighttime. Yeah. Then you hear the waves and shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's fun though. I was mad though. I lost my necklace because I'm up here taking jewelry off. And so, like, I don't know. Oh, hell no, girl. That's I don't know what I was thinking. Bad. Don't, yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> what you was thinking with that one? <laughs> that was fun. Okay. So I think Jay, I mean, no, Ashley and, and Joe at the same time. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Y'all both lost. Okay. Me and Jay still had one finger up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Game over. All right. So for today's topic, we wanted to talk about pretty much like just becoming a mom during a pandemic because I know that both of you guys had your first child during COVID year and everything um and I have another friend that did as well become a new mom like first ever child and I know that like just talking to y'all like you know regularly about like how it was going and what y'all was going through and stuff I was like we got to talk about this on the actual podcast that would be good so I just want to basically like I don't know who want to start it, but like, just start with giving us your story. Like, as far as like, were you trying to conceive? Did it just happen? And what was going through your mind? Like all the craziness and whatever. Um, 
So for me, I got pregnant. It was October 2019. So it was like right before um, <clears throat> like COVID happened. Um, definitely wasn't trying to get pregnant. Um, <laughs> um, but it did happen. And um, so at this point in my life, I was just kind of like, you know what? Let me let me do take care of my responsibility and you know what I'm saying um kind of it was just kind of like I just kind of felt like like I wasn't like when I looked at the test I wasn't like scared or nothing I was just like okay we, we gonna do this we about to do this and then um <clears throat> COVID happened so I felt like I was robbed of my whole you know like the whole pregnancy experience because it was like right when COVID first started happening so we didn't know what it was so I was in the house. It was just the worst. Like I felt, I was scared to go around people because we didn't know what it was. And it was just like a lonely time. Um, just kind of being isolated. What was your due date, already... Jay? Huh? What was your due date? June. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So like right when I had her, it's kind of when it started back opening up. <clears throat> but for the most part of my pregnancy, it was, you know, in the house. Um, Nobody could go to my doctor's appointments. I had to go by myself. Um, How was it like being at home? Was it like emotional and crying? So I feel like being pregnant, you already go through like all those emotions. Right. That's why um, I'm like pregnant. Those, those like pregnancy emotions. So then mixing it in with like the isolation, you know, like feeling fat and just... <laughs> you know like all those emotions you go through being pregnant plus like the isolation and not really being being able to be like around your friends and family and then not being able to like you know have a baby shower luckily I had a um a gender reveal in February the beginning of February right before we shut down so that was basically kind of like my baby shower because like all my families and friends came to the gender reveal so I was glad that I did that because I wasn't because um, I didn't get to have a baby shower and I didn't want to do like the drive-by. I was like, if I ain't going to have no real one, right. then I don't want it. Um, but yeah, I feel like my my experience was kind of robbed because I couldn't really do anything or experience like all the fun things, you know, that comes with, you know, being pregnant and stuff like that. So it was a very lonely time. Because mm -hmm. I know like for me, with me, like I had kids prior to COVID, but I feel like, what kept me going during my pregnancy because like I was on bed rest was like my friends coming over being able to watch tv watch movies and mm. stuff like that so I couldn't even imagine because it's like you didn't even get that because you couldn't be around nobody because you didn't want to put yourself or your child in danger mm -hmm. yeah so it was it was, <clears throat> it was different I know for me I actually got pregnant during quarantine so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know so we all know that the world pretty much kind of locked down March 20th of 2020 that was like the day if I'm not mistaken or I think it was the 20th or the 16th or the 17th it was one of those days it was like Monday where everybody went to work from home <clears throat> I actually found out I was pregnant May like, <laughs> like Memorial Day weekend I found out I was pregnant <clears throat> my period was like um like seven weeks late and so, yeah, and I had been with my boyfriend. We had been together for seven years and I had never gotten pregnant. So I won't say we were trying, but we were not trying, if that makes sense. So right. I 
honestly did not think I was pregnant just because we had been together so long and I had never gotten pregnant and I didn't want to like get my hopes up and then you know it just be that like I'm having one of those yeah I know every sometimes your period might do something weird where it's like you're not pregnant you know how cycles can do and so when I went to test and it said pregnant I just I couldn't believe it um and so at first of course you know I was excited and I honestly didn't think about all that lied behind me as far as COVID goes when I found out I was pregnant but did I know there was a whole journey behind me and so my dad actually had moved back to Atlanta from California and that's where I'm from originally California and so um when I my dad is like when I tell y'all he do not play with COVID like my dad does not play and so um basically what happened with me is that I found out I was pregnant I was excited and then that's when all like I went to my first doctor's appointment like Jay said by myself I wasn't able to go with my partner and experience that together um when I told my dad that I was pregnant I had to convince him to come down from where he lives I told him that I was having like a uber meal delivered to him for father's day and when he came down it was me and I had like a gift bag that was his father's day gift and it was basically like something that said like you know dad gets promoted to granddad like stuff like that or whatever but that was literally the last time I saw my dad was when I was what maybe a month pregnant yeah I didn't see my dad again until my baby was um three months old yeah I didn't see my dad at all and then when she was born he didn't want to see her because he didn't want to get her sick. Wow. And like, I don't feel comfortable seeing her until she gets all her shots. And, you know, her doctor has said that she recommends she be like um, a certain weight because, you know, she was just saying in her experience, babies that have a healthy weight can do better at fighting off sicknesses and stuff. So she said, so my dad wanted to wait for the shots and the weight. And I think the weight was like 12 pounds or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> right. And so I didn't see my dad until my birthday April 5th of 2021 yeah that's the actually that's when I saw my dad and my and Jelani was my baby she was um so January February March she was just right almost at three months and so um yeah so to go through my whole entire pregnancy and me and my dad are close going through my whole entire pregnancy not being I don't have any pictures with my dad you know like being pregnant um I don't have any memories with my dad being pregnant I have none and just because my dad he just you know and I have to respect it he just did like when it came to COVID he just he wasn't trying to be around anybody and this was at the the peak of COVID when we knew I mean we still know nothing about it but you know at that time it was just like everyone had to handle it the best way for themselves you know you had to do whatever made you comfortable and that was what made him comfortable and that was his decision and I respect like my dad went nowhere y'all like I'm not over exaggerating like he literally went nowhere he ordered everything and he lives in the um in Avalon and Alpharetta so you know there you really don't need to you know you're really in the center of everything because even there if you order food in the Avalon they'll walk it deliver it to you the concierge people Mm. and so um yeah, so I don't, you know, my dad didn't. And then so basically, um, I really spent my pregnancy kind of living YOLO. Like, I just refused to let COVID rob me of things. And thinking back, I'm really blessed that I did not get COVID, that my baby didn't get sick, you know, that nothing happened to me because Tierra knows 
<clears throat> I did a gender reveal. Um, and um, it was, we just like invited family and then we did the virtual, you know, but like I said, my dad didn't come to that, but like my mom came, my aunt came, but you realize they're coming from California. So every time they're come, they're taking a risk, you know, um, but I did the gender reveal because I didn't know if I would be able to have a baby shower. So then what happened was my best friend, she started planning a baby shower for me, thinking and hoping that, oh, come December, we COVID should be gone. You know what I'm saying? And so she started planning this elaborate baby shower. December comes and COVID is still holding on strong, but now all this money has been spent for a baby shower. So now I've struggled with, should I cancel it? Should I keep it? This was like around the time, like another strand was coming out, you know, a wave is coming up because the holidays, because now I think we can kind of see that we get these big waves around the holidays. Once Thanksgiving starts and going into Christmas, I'm seeing as a trend now where we get these waves when people travel for the holidays. And so um, I struggle with, Am I selfish if I move forward with the baby shower, you know, but then I'm like, this is a moment that I can never get back, like never, like, even like a wedding, you can kind of like say, oh, at our five year, we'll do like a vow renewal and have like a ceremony or even at our two year, but like really with a baby, you can't say she two years old and I'm gonna do a baby shower, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, there's no way to get a baby shower back. And on top of all these friends that have spent money and there's no way for them to get their money back. So we move forward with the baby shower. Uh, we pretty much said that, you know, if you feel sick or don't feel comfortable, here's a virtual option, but we still will be meeting in person. And, you know, we encourage masks and hand sanitizer and all this. And we just prayed about it. Um, I was happy that I did it. I'm not going to lie. I had a wonderful baby shower. I had so much fun. And that's why I said, like, honestly, I really took a lot of risk just being honest and transparent. I did. I took a lot of risk because I just felt like, damn, why when I get pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Like all these friends, I didn't win today baby showers. And this is like a moment that you look forward to. Like it's one of those mm -hmm. you're celebrated. And then for that to like be taken from you, it's kind of like, it sucks, man. Like, it's you're put in such a tough position to have to decide what to do you know and then yeah. you know a lot of friends that chose not to and I respected that you know um probably if my friends had not spent so much money I probably would have chose not to do one um but it was just I was in a weird situation because we planned in the future thinking by then that COVID would be gone um thankfully no one got sick you know everyone's okay and we had a really good time but I know that's not always the case when people do get together, you know, with COVID in the past, with different stories we had heard. So it was nervous. Um, but yeah, and then I remember wanting to go home because I wanted to see my great grand, well, my grandparents would be my baby's great grandparents. I wanted them to see me pregnant. And it's like such superficial shit looking back. But y'all know how that is. I mean, I'm human. That's all I can say. Right. You know? And so I remember Go, saying that I was going to go home for Thanksgiving my mom and them the day before my flight leave tell me you don't need to come because they're watching the news and they're talking about the number spikes and I'm like well why would y'all wait till this so I'm at home crying because I'm like why would y'all wait till the day before I'm leaving I didn't buy my ticket yeah it was so much drama I ended up saying you know what forget it and then I had to tell them I was like well, don't expect me to come with the baby when she's born, because if you're telling me not to come now in my stomach where that's more set, it was just a lot. I ended up going anyway. My mom was mad at me for coming, you know, had an attitude. I'm like, girl, I can't with you right now. 
She had cars. She go pull up to the airport with a mask. <laughs> I said, I know. Listen, listen. <laughs> so it was just a lot. It was a lot. You had. It was a lot that I dealt with. You know, and um, I mean, it's still we're still dealing with it. You know, um, I like that. Don't, I could have my mom. Don't go into the now yet. Let me oh, ask okay. y'all this. So, like, how would y'all say, like, giving birth, like, the whole pregnancy day? Talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. how was that during pandemic? Like, I know y'all don't know how it is not being on pandemic when giving birth, but I'm sure y'all saw, like, different things that they probably were doing different and whatnot. I never had a child, so I want to know. Like, let's compare. I know what it is without pandemic. I want to hear what it was with pandemic. Yes. So for me, um, the day that I went into labor, um, so I was, I had a voluntary induction girl. I made them take my baby girl, um, cause she was four days late. Oh, okay. and so um, my due date was on the twenty first, and she didn't come until the twenty fifth, and so I had my appointment on the twenty second, <clears throat> and so my doctor was like, "We're gonna do um, an induction," and so because of COVID, it was, and so many, I guess so many people at the time were having babies. So like they weren't taking people to um, do, to do voluntary um, inductions because there wasn't no hospital beds. And so I literally waited four days um, for them to able, for me to be able to go. But on that fourth day, I was like, I lied because I was getting nervous. Because even though I know you can like, the baby can be in your stomach, you know, for after two weeks after your due date, but I was just being nervous. I don't like, I'm like, I don't know what the hell going on in here. So I basically was like, I, I can't feel my baby. <laughs> and oh, so they had me come yeah. in and then they were like, we're about to call you anyway. So I was like, well, good. But you know, I was just anxious. It was four days. I was just ready. I know mm-hmm. what was going on. Cause I hear stories, you know, like the baby can, you know, like the umbilical cord could be around the neck. It was just, I was just paranoid. So I was just like, I need to get her out of here because I'm getting stressed out but um so we went to the hospital so as soon as so it can only be me and one other person so me and her dad went and as soon as we got there um they tested us for COVID like a person came in with a whole like suit and mask and um they tested us for COVID and um if he did test positive what they gonna do I don't know I think they would have just took more precautions yeah Uh Um, but like even like throughout the hospital stay they made us like wear our mask um and then so on like on he like whenever he came like he had to have a band like um they checked him when he came in and out like it was only him that can come in um and that was pretty much it it was just they was just very you know tested you when you got there and you know really just wearing your mask throughout your stay um and that was pretty much kind of how that experience was did they send you right home afterwards or like the next day (laughs) so I was there for I was there for I had her on Thursday we left on Saturday night okay so it was like two days wow yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know for me um I did have to get a COVID test a couple of days before um because they had me come in <coughs> I actually had a weird situation though they had to turn my baby because she was breached mm. 
And so they had me come in to do an external cephalic version. That's where they try to turn the baby downward from the outside. So they, uh, yeah. So the first time I went, it hurts. Yes, the first time I went, they did it. It was successful. It was great. They kept me overnight because her heart rate was elevated, but they let me go the next day. Um, When I went to my doctor's appointment, my last checkup, they did that on a Friday. When I went to my checkup on a Tuesday, this little girl had turned back. Mm. Yeah. And the doctors were completely like, they could not believe it. So they said that there was still enough fluid for us to turn her again. Me being, oh, I want to do vaginal. I don't want to do a C-section. And them telling me that there was still fluid to turn her, I chose to do another ECV. And her dad did not agree with that. He thought that was a bad idea. He felt like I had already went through too much the first time, but I'm like, it hurt, but it wasn't that bad. You know, I'm just, you know how we can be sometimes just headstrong, you know, and I really wanted the chance to do a vaginal birth. And so um, we went back on the 15th, the following Friday, when they tried to turn her again and they prep you for OR just in case they have to take you to do a C-section. So the second time we were there, they were turning her and my um, water broke and it was much ruptured membrane and they lost her heart rate. They couldn't find her heart rate. So they rushed me to the OR, had dad suit up and I just had an immediate C-section and she was born. But like Jay said, I was only able to have one support person, which was her dad. I wasn't able to have my family there in the waiting room, you know, to come in, she's born. I wasn't able to, you know, have that experience where you're like mom and like, you know, your dad or other family members are there. And that, you know, whole excitement of like waiting for the baby, you know, it just, it was just him and I there, you know, Um, even after when I had the C-section, you know, I had to rely on him to help me with like womanly things, you know, that most women probably you know, if you have a mom and you're close to her, you would have your mom or whoever there for, you know, he had to really step up, which he did, you know, and even like help me wash because, you know, of how the C-section it is and everything like that. And, you know, I'm trying to make sure I get clean, good, you know? Right. And so um, it was just us there together, you know, and that's one, I will say though, y'all, like I miss being pregnant. Don't, I know. I, I had a really good pregnancy. Aside from all the COVID stuff, I had a really good pregnancy. Um, and I will say the upside of being pregnant during COVID is I didn't miss out on nothing. Right. <laughs> I didn't miss out on no brunch. I didn't miss out on no trips. <laughs> I didn't miss out on That's nothing true. because everybody was at home. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have like FOMO being pregnant because every everybody had to sit sit down. So that was kind of like the upside. And then I had a really good pregnancy. And that moment with her and I and her dad at the hospital, with it being just us and not having other people trying to get the baby and give their opinions, that was kind of like a pro of it. It was a very, it's kind of like a moment that, not to sound sappy, but like sometimes I think back on and it was kind of like very just, I sometimes wish I could go back to that moment. We were just the three of us in this room. He was playing music. Like, you know, he was our little, we was just, you know, ordering food and it was just real chill. Like I had did like a box for the nurses to thank them. And it had like hand lotion and it had like pins and snacks and stuff. And I just okay. sat at the counter. So as the nurses changed shifts and came in and out, they were able to take from it. Um, and it had like, I had a little keychain that had, it was an angel wings keychain. 
and they had a thank you tag on it, you know, just to thank them for all they do. You know, I had really saw that on Pinterest or online and I wanted to do that. But it, I mean, it sucked not being able to have my family there. But girl, you know how family can be sometimes too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was able to, I was able to FaceTime my mom. So that was good that they let, let me um, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Jay, with you, since your baby was born vaginal, when she came out, did they let you hold her immediately or did they wait due to it being COVID? No, I could hold her immediately. They let me, they put her right on my chest as soon as it happened. Um, it wasn't any type of um, stall or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my baby. Just stay in the hospital. Um, I had her on a Friday and then I went home Monday morning. All right. I just couldn't imagine like first of all I couldn't imagine giving birth without my mom because right I wanted my mama there more than I wanted him there so and and I was just about to say that because like my (laughs) child like I'm not gonna say that he wasn't good like he was a great coach but my mom was there too and she was able to give me like the feminine side you know like you know, mm-hmm. sometimes women can be a little more um caring and nurturing. Mm-hmm. Men are more so like get it done, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, they want to be hard and stuff. It's like so they had a nurturing coach. But so do y'all want more kids? I do. Um, and I think so not right now. Right. Maybe in like a couple of years, but I feel like because of COVID, well, I feel like because it's just my situation with my child's father and then plus COVID, I feel like I was robbed of like that whole experience. Mm-hmm. So that makes me want to be able to like do it over again. You know what I'm saying? But maybe because like that's crazy. Like having a kid is very, very, you know, like it's emotional and it's, you know, it's a, it's life changing. But then have to do it during COVID and not to get to do the full experience. Like I'm pretty sure you'll want to do like the full shebang over and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, that because like so. I always wanted to have like at least two or three kids, but then when I actually had my daughter, I was like, okay, I'm one and done. But then, like I said, after just kind of like going back and just thinking about the whole experience and with COVID and stuff, it just kind of made me be like, you know what, like I want to do this again because I really feel robbed of the experience. Definitely want to do it again. I just don't know, like to Jay's point, I just I mean, but I don't, when will things be normal ever again? Like, right. you know, and it's, it, it's, it's sometimes feeling like things won't be normal again, you know, or right. that we, you know, there's <clears throat> normal, but the lives that we used to have where we didn't have to worry about COVID, I don't know if we'll ever get back to that. Like, even I'll just say this, for example, we, things had kind of been getting, you know, relaxed for us, you know, a little bit and, I've been planning this extravagant first birthday and now, you know, mm, yeah. numbers spiking up again, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's like, it's just so stressful because you can be living in the now and planning now. And we don't even know what the future holds. I'm y'all know me. Y'all see, I'm staying true to my, I didn't already move forward to planning. People better just come masked up. And if you don't feel good, don't come. So right. I have to do, because when I started planning it, this was back in September you know, when I started planning her birthday party. And unfortunately, with these types of things, people don't give you money back, you know, and um, this party thing. And see, that's what happened with my baby, with the baby shower thing was because 
So I was gonna have my baby shower in April. And the thing was, if I would have put it on a deposit, they wasn't gonna give me my money back. Mm-hmm. No, they were gonna give me my money back. I think it was gonna be like half or something. But I was just so nervous about like dedicating money and then not knowing what happened. So that's why I ultimately decided just not to have it because I was like, I don't want to spend all this money. And then, yeah, because you know, yeah. it was like with me, my stuff was like right when COVID happened. Like, like lockdown was like March. My baby shower was going to be April. So mm-hmm. I, I just decided to thing. just not, um, to not do it. So her first birthday was kind of like where we kind of like, you know, the celebration like a year later because, mm-hmm. you know, things were kind of lax at that point. And so we did like a really big like birthday party. Um, yeah, soon as yeah. I know did that, they did a big because they were they were <laughs> supposed to be March actually when the weekend that it was supposed to be like that following weekend after, and they had to cancel it. So they just did a big. They didn't have no choice but to cancel because that was right when the whole world was like you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I want another one, but I'm just like, dang. I, oh, I was able, and I don't know if you did this, Jay, and I don't want to lead this out, but there is, they have like these ultrasound boutiques. Um, the one that I went to was Hey Baby, I want to say, and they allow you to come with one person. Um, and so I booked, but you know, you got to pay for it. So I booked mm-hmm. there and do an ultrasound with her dad there. Are you talking about the 3D? Mm-hmm. well they do regular ultrasound too so the first oh. we went twice the first time we went we just did like a regular ultrasound and so he was able to you know just be there and see like an ultrasound um and then we went back and did it the 3d see i was a, so they allowed me because even though i couldn't have him come they allowed me to do like facetime so he would like he was still allowed like to see virtually but not like in person but yeah, I didn't end up doing, um, girl, my baby, I was so excited to do the whole 3D. And so like my doctor's office, they did the 3D inside the office. My baby to this day don't do right with pictures. And so they ended up having to give me my money back because she wouldn't do right. Oh, so they did give you money back yeah, it's good they gave your money back. How did the dads do? Each one of y'all um, daughters' fathers. How did they do with not being able to be so hands on with um, your pregnant? Yeah, he ain't care. <laughs> I mean, that brings me to the next topic. <laughs> I mean, I think women are more sentimental about. That. I think I was more sad that he couldn't come to the appointment than he was. I mean, I don't know. I just think they care about different things. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I know that when I booked the appointment, you know, I'm all hype, I'm excited, and I, I believe that he was, because he told me to, like, buy the teddy bear and buy the heartbeat, because they sold, like, you know, they do the upselling, so they sold the, 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 the heartbeat that you could put inside of a teddy bear, I actually have it, and, um, and he told me to get that stuff, but it wasn't, oh, that's cute. you know, it wasn't, like, the excitement, like, where like if I would with my mom or like one of y'all, you know, that right. excitement that women do and give. You know, so, like I had, I remember like I FaceTime my mom and he was like, "Dang, do you have to like FaceTime time your mom for like everything?" And bad, like, uh, yeah, I didn't want to be that woman, but it's like, but my mom gives me that energy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like my height. I feel like my mom was my baby daddy. 
Yeah, my mom is like my hype oh. woman. You know, she, oh, Jill, oh my, look at her baby. You know, mm-hmm. you know and so cool. Like, she, they, like, I feel like the mom is a lot more interested. I, I don't know if it's because it was his second child that he oh, yeah, was really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, excited about like the stuff I was excited for. Um, so it kind of made a difference. Um, so that's why too, I feel like I was cheated too because like my partner wasn't like, excited about a lot of the things you know like that comes with like being pregnant that I was so it was just kind of different yeah because mm-hmm. like, like you said your mom would have definitely been aged especially if your mom already hyped and you know like your your cheerleader in life <laughs> then she definitely would have been like your cheerleader about your head so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a good point because like this is um his he has two from a previous relationship and so this was his third so like you said probably like but my mom, you know, I remember her saying, like, this is my first, because, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. her first grandbaby. Yeah, she thinks she, it was her baby. She thinks she birthed her. <laughs> right. So I think that does play a part, too, on top of men not being, you know, how women are with the excitement that we carry with different things. So I think it was a combination of those two things. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I wanted to um get into the guys, too, like. So do y'all feel like you grew closer or further apart with the guy that you're with? Girl, it was up and down. Some days. Tell the stories. (laughs) I know it gets a little interesting. Okay. (laughs) Um, I say, um, I guess for me, it was some days that was closer. And then some days that was further apart. I'm trying to think, gosh, because... I'm really trying to think like detail just because I really got to the point where I just was focusing on me and my baby and, you know, excited about that, you know, um, like I know in the beginning, it was like the shock. And then um, I knew he was happy, but I feel like he was like as happy as I was, you know, but then I think for men it's different because I noticed like, it was almost like one day it was like a switch and then he just started like rubbing my belly every day and like talking to her and like (laughs) excuse me um being real like (coughs) (coughs) I'm so sorry um just like you know very excited and then I remember like our baby shower, gender reveal, like those were memories and moments where we were, he was like really, really happy and like, you know, excited. So I would say all in all, like as the progress, pregnancy progressed, his excitement progressed and our closeness progressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, for me, I felt like we grew apart. Um, I don't feel like it brought, brought us closer at all. Mm. I feel like it was just a situation of, you know, <clears throat> it was something that happened, you know, he really, you know, wasn't, that wasn't what, you know, what he wanted in life. And so it kind of showed through the experience, unfortunately. Um, so it was just kind of a situation of kind of just like going through the motion, but I don't really feel like, like I said, again, I feel like I was robbed of my experience because I really didn't have like that partner who was like there or I felt like supportive. 
Um, so like I said, so even like with COVID, like the isolation part, I felt alone. And then I kind of felt alone just with, you know, and having a partner. Um, so it was just, a, it was a really emotional um, type of experience. Um, and then to have that all through COVID. So it was a lot. That is a lot. I can't even, can't even begin to imagine. So my mom, so I'm glad that I did have my mom. Like I said, I feel like my mom was like my baby daddy <laughs> through the whole thing. Like she was there for everything. She was excited. She was interested. She was involved, you know, she FaceTime, talked to my son. Like it was just like, I'm really glad I had my mom um, to like be there for that experience. Because then y'all both had to uh, transition into going back to work and stuff. So like, how was that? Oh my gosh. So for me with work, so I'm self-employed. So, you know, I can kind of, you know, work in my own pace and work from home. Um, so I didn't even think, getting pregnant, I didn't even think about daycare costs, which if I would have knew how much daycare costs, I may have really thought it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know because I you know I just thought oh I can work from home I got my baby like it's gonna be easy and it definitely wasn't I feel like for me um I'm the type of person like <clears throat> it takes me like I gotta I it takes me longer to kind of like transition into stuff mm-hmm. and so I so I I was more so part-time um in selling real estate um than full-time so I like when I was pregnant I literally like was in the labor bed like looking at inspection reports like I worked up until the point of delivery because I wanted to make sure that financially I was prepared mm-hmm. if I was going to take a longer like maternity leave because originally I wanted to take three months and I ended up taking like a year uh, but luckily I was good financial financially that I could take that year to kind of like figure it out like you know being a mom is a lot and try to figure at figure it out and then like not have family or really have support like it's a lot trying to like maneuver and then again it was like during COVID so I was nervous about you know getting a nanny Mm. and then sometimes like I would have to take her with me to like showings or to closings um so it just became a lot but luckily so August is when we put her in daycare and that literally changed my life. Daycare changed my life. <laughs> Everybody was like, once you put your baby in daycare, it's going to change your life. And it definitely did. Like, I really felt like I got, I could breathe. Like, I wasn't rushing all the time. Like, I could, you know, do stuff. I could work. We're not feeling like I had a rush to get back. Um, and at this point in August, that's when stuff kind of really got lagged. So I felt comfortable putting her in daycare. Um so yeah it was just um yeah I don't know why I didn't think about why I thought I could work from home and have a baby because once she turned six months she became a whole nother baby okay <laughs> she was active okay so with that I'm trying to figure out what kind of um calls you was taking with a six and seven month old <laughs> girl and then like honestly like trying because like you're trying to work and then they're crying and then they may have like you know where they want to cry for an hour and then by the time you get them settled you tired so then it's like work what like over it not even interested in doing work so it was just a lot so basically being able to put her in daycare it definitely made me be able to kind of get back focused and work um 
and have like that balance between the two. Cause then too, you know, you feel like you're working too much and you're not having to spend time with your baby or, you know, you feel like you're spending too much time with your baby and you're not being able to work. So being able to always feel like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with daycare, I feel like I can kind of more so like plan on my day. So I'm really working while she's at daycare. And then when I pick her up, I know I have these hours where I can dedicate to her, you know what I'm saying? And not have to worry about work because I was able to get that done while she was at school compared to before. It was just like, I, I never felt like I got anything done, like trying to work from mm-hmm. home. And then when she turned one and she was in cabinets and shit, and it was just, <laughs> it was a lot trying to work from home. Um, so. And then with um, Angel, with you working in corporate, how was that transition of getting back to work with a new baby and all of that? Oh, she just took a call. So I have a question for you. Um, when your baby, Jay, when your baby first was born and you were like at home and I know you said you didn't work, did you like set a schedule for her so that you could have some alone time or some much needed um, relaxation? Um really so my mom was with me for like the first month um but I I don't I think I just I don't even remember just really taking it might have been a couple of months before I started like kind of doing like self-care stuff I was looking real dusty for a couple of months (laughs) but you know like some people think that when you take time for yourself it's you know get your hair done your nails done but all the time it's not especially when you have kids like, I know for me, I was strict about their bedtime. Like, their bedtime is what their bedtime is so that I can have my hours to myself to kind of unwind and, you know, mm-hmm. just get back into, like, the mode. Because, you know, like, being a parent, especially if you're a single parent, that can be a lot. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, when I daycare is when I feel like I got my balance. Before okay. daycare, I didn't have my balance. So once yeah. she had it started daycare, that's when I was able to kind of do that self-care stuff, like get my hair done, not feel rushed, you know, go get my nails done. Cause she, you know, she was at daycare. So I like daycare really is what my turning point was as far as being able to like have that balance to be able to work, have like me time and still be able to like, you know, be attentive to my baby and not feel overwhelmed. Right, makes sense. Mm I'm sorry, but yes, so for me, um, I've, we kind of have gone through so much with the childcare thing. Um, When she first was born, you know, my mom came for a month and then his mom came for like two, three months. And um, we were hoping that we could have had his mom here until she was turned one, but that didn't work out. And, but we, she ended up leaving, but we weren't um, ready to put her in daycare because at that point she was just kind of approaching six months. And so we've kind of just been really y'all for real winging it, honestly, um, with me working from home and him working, he doesn't go to work until like, you know, a four o'clock shift. Um, <clears throat> we've kind of just made it work, but it, it kind of has worked because my baby, she kind of like independent. Like if I put her and my mom and the moms be like, you got her where she could play by herself. So like I have put her in her little play area with her toys and she kind of like, I could get a couple of hours of her playing with her toys um, by herself before she was kind of like 
needing attention, you know, um, and then, but I feel like now the only thing that I hate is like, I feel like, cause I really was trying to keep her away from TV, but you know, eventually I had to kind of incorporate that into like the things that I could do to kind of get her to be cool. And now she's like, I feel like she just, I feel like she watches too much TV, but that's kind of like, you know, I got to pick your, I guess she just say pick your battles. Um, Coco Melon is like the only thing that will like calm her down. <laughs> and um, so, yes, I mean, it's worked out. It's been a struggle. I had one time where, God, I hope my manager don't watch this, but I had one time where like he left and I was here by myself and she was fine right before I got on my call. And then like, right when I got on my call, she started acting crazy. So like, and I was just like, damn, and I didn't have nobody here with me that day, you know? So then I'm up here trying to like make it seem like, you know, oh, I have help, but they're not, you know, it was just, it was a lot. And I was just like, and I, that, I remember that day calling him like, we gonna have to figure something out because this is, you know, I just kind of had like a little semi breakdown moment, you know, where I felt like overwhelmed a little bit. But I mean, for the most part, we've made it work. And I can't say I've been blessed that is another, I guess, pro of COVID is because, you know, most companies don't let you work from home, but because of COVID, we've been able to work from home. So I've been able to be at home with my baby because of COVID. Do you plan on- I know um, if it wasn't for COVID, I would not have had that luxury, you know? <clears throat> plan on like transitioning into daycare or do you, are you going to try to keep her out of daycare? Yeah, I definitely had that plan, but it's just now, I mean, I, I never- this was never my plan for her, you know, but it's just like with COVID, because I'm a huge advocate of, you know, like, I want her to grow social skills and, you know, learn to play with other kids. And, you know, like, I want her to be in like a school environment and stuff. But I just, I really don't know what to do right now, you know, just because. Um, yeah, that's the only thing with daycare is that she has been sick a lot. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, she's been here since August and she's had like ear infections, colds, um, she's pink eyes. So that's the only thing with daycare. But you know, um, I mean, honestly, unless they're around other kids, they're not gonna their bodies are not gonna learn to fight off bacteria and infections anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like daycare is like a pro and a con. It's like you gotta <laughs> the good with the bad because mm-hmm. What I have is if you don't put them in daycare and they don't experience those things, then when they get to kindergarten and first grade, it's going to be like, they're going to play harder for them. Mm -hmm. So So it's just like, really, I just need, we just need to like, but the goal and the plan was when she turned one to um, transition her into some type of childcare. Even if we just start out like a small setting, you know, somewhere, I'm saying like like a home daycare where there's like five, five kids, you know. Mm. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's something we really just need to pull the trigger. And honestly, a part of it probably has been me just being comfortable with her just being here. Mm-hmm. I really just need to pull the trigger and um, find somewhere and just kind of start her after her first birthday. So my homegirl, she... um. Y'all know her, but I don't put her name on here. But mm-hmm. um, so her daughter is now two because she uh, basically been keeping her daughter out of daycare. She doesn't trust it. 
she thinks you know that bad stuff be happening in daycare so she's just like very paranoid about that she tried mm-hmm. to say anything that only lasted for like maybe a few weeks so like now she's like when her mom's in town her mom's been out of town a lot lately but now it's just her and her guy kind of like trying to take the shifts or whatever because he works and then she works and whatnot but um yeah so like hearing like the fact that of putting them in the daycare to get those uh sicknesses and you know get uh, immune to those things that I never thought about that so that makes total sense that she's gonna have to start thinking about that Ooh. but now mm-hmm. that, yeah. it's their social skills too social yeah. skills that's the biggest thing for me yeah, it's yeah <clears throat> we were gonna do a nanny we were looking at a nanny first um because I wasn't comfortable with um daycare just because of like COVID and stuff so we looked at nanny for like a couple months um doing interviews and stuff and then once I decided, because first of all, nannies are salary position jobs. That's what I heard. They're way more expensive than daycare. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I was like, well, you know what? At the end of the day, doing with the nanny, she would just be with the nanny in the house all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so being able to be at daycare around different kids, like that'll be better for her. Um just you know social skills and learning how to play and learning different things and stuff and like most, that in most daycares if you have them like in a daycare daycare they have like a curriculum so they're learning mm-hmm. like they're learning yeah. you know like different things daily that's going to help them for when they get ready to go to school so mm-hmm. the motor skills and development yeah yeah i'm glad we chose daycare over the nanny because she learns a lot and she loves it so mm-hmm. and i love it. yeah <laughs> I don't want her to have issues with like um you know like sharing or like being like a biter or you know like all it's like all of that kind of like going through my mind that I'm like you know um uh, they gonna they gonna still do that because her first I know but that's why I want to start getting <laughs> her you know what I'm saying like that's just a, that's just but, part honestly that's just part of them being growing up and being kids they gonna they gonna go through it at some point no i'm like oh god i don't want my baby to my, be, you know jesus but my favorite part of the day is when i go to her daycare and i go in her classroom to pick her up and she like runs to me like that is my favorite oh. part of the day oh that's super mm-hmm. sweet it's so funny you talked about like the biting and stuff because you know our one friend um our white friend uh tatiana she Took, she put her son, she finally had for her son because she had got pregnant during COVID and stuff too. So she's like an old coworker of mine. Um, she put her son in daycare, I think like right before he turned one or whatever. And he's getting kicked out of daycare, child, because he would not <laughs> stop biting and doing this and that. Oh, and she was like, I don't believe these things they are saying about my son. I was like, girl, they don't have cameras in there so you can watch because I don't know if they got something against you, but it's like they every time they say he did something and she's like, <laughs> They really kicking him out the school. But you know, my, um, my daughter used to be a biter because, like, I have the you know twins, and my daughter was a biter. She used to bite her brother all the time, and anybody. Else. Let me tell you what fixed her. I what? bit her back, but oh. I didn't bite me bite her. Like I bit her, and she ain't bit a damn other soul since. Her grandmother was like her father's mother was like biter, and she'll stop biting. Wow, because she now she see how it feel. really wow that's a good idea that's funny (laughs) that'd be them old remedies oh look (laughs) right when during covid 
And after having the baby, did you guys suffer from like depression or anxiety or anything? Oh, that's a good one. Because I know it's com- it's common, like, because I know after I had my kids, I wouldn't necessarily say it was like depression, but I was like, I had real bad anxiety. And then like, I don't know, like, I, I just can't say what else it was. Like, I had to see a therapist, you know, like I saw a therapist and I still- I did. I did for a couple of months after for about, probably two three months I honestly only stopped because I switched jobs and I had to switch insurance and then I never picked it back up and I probably should have but um I did start seeing a therapist um I will say that for me and I I some of this wasn't COVID this was probably even if it wasn't COVID but for me um it was just like so overwhelming knowing that like I'm responsible for another life and like all these decisions I have to make and it's so crazy when like you watch other people kids and like I used to be a nanny and I just see it felt like I did everything right now oh people you're so good with kids but then it was like when I got my own it's like I struggle with what to do and the tricks that I would all these tricks that I use for all these years you know I'm just saying I you know didn't work for my baby or you know like I used I know how to get people kids to go to bed um without having to rock like I had my cousin's baby I had got him to where I could lay him down he go to sleep by himself I my own baby I don't have that and I'm like (laughs) you know and so it was a lot of things that I kind of like struggle with on top of COVID and having to always still be faced with these constant decisions about like can I let this person visit or you can I go here because I want to get out but then am I gonna bring COVID back I'm like so it, it is a lot of overwhelming and then even having issues with like certain people not getting along you know um my mom and him you know that like it was just a lot that I dealt with um yeah it caused some issues with me and my mom you know so um it kind of like I try not to think about it and I'm type person I kind of like try not to focus on it and I kind of and I don't know if this is good or bad y'all but I kind of like try to push it back in my mind because I try not to let it steal the joy from the good moments and the happiness but it kind of was like a lot of like me and my mom had got into an argument when I was at the hospital because um she uh, okay so I went in y'all know for the turn of the baby and then they ended up I had the baby so we FaceTime my dad my mom and his mom and actually, I'm sorry, my mom and my auntie, because T, you know, I'm close to my mom and my, my mom's sister, my auntie. So I FaceTimed everybody just letting them know, hey, we had a baby, the baby's here. And, you know, get off because the lactation specialist and all of them was starting to come in to, you know, like check on you and stuff because they have put me in the recovery room from the surgery. So I don't know if for my mom, that wasn't like a long enough call to this day. I don't know. But she ended up calling the hospital. And the nurse came in and was like, your mom asked you to call her. And I'm like, huh? So I'm there with the lactation specialist trying to, you know, learn. she's trying to teach me how to do all the stuff with the breastfeeding. So I'm like, I asked him, can you call my mom? Like, cause why, you know, like, so he called my mom and he like, and then I will say he's not, he doesn't talk to people the best. So it was like, what's up? Um, yeah, like, um nah you just need to chill like girl it's all I know is the conversation went left. yeah oh, the conversation went left and 
I was really upset with both of them, honestly, because I felt like, I, I don't know, I just, I didn't understand why she called the hospital. I don't know, to this day, and I, I don't know, and I, I don't know, it, it sounds crazy because I like, I know she meant well, so, but it was just like, I had just talked to you on FaceTime, you right. know it was okay, you saw the baby, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, I get that you can't be here, like, I get that, but it was like, you're now starting to just kind of like, overwhelm me in other ways that I don't need, you get what I'm saying? Anxious, you know, you're her baby, you're and I get that, baby. but it was just, and I get that, but it's like, why are you calling the hospital though, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. extreme. Like, dang, mommy is an emergency. Right. And then and then him not being the most like diplomatic person, you know. So hey kind of. So then when I was talking to her the next day, he had went like out the room to like, you know, get food and stuff. And I was on the phone with her and she kind of just started like making it about her. And then our conversation went left because she said to me, um, you know, she said I was having a crazy day at work. And I said, really? I said, this was, I gave birth to my child. Are you seriously sitting up here trying to compare? So it kind of turned into something. So then I ended up hanging the phone up on her, you know, it, so like I, but I really don't think about that moment. Like, even when I tell my story, I just, cause people going to be people, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes as humans, we have, we sometimes make things about us, you know, or we get wrapped up in our feelings. So I just kind of, but that's something that happened, you know? And I think that too, is just to me, residuals of COVID you know, and like my mom not being able to be there in person, you know what I'm saying, um, because I am her only child, and this was her first grandbaby, you know, blah, 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 but I don't know, y'all, it's, it's hard, <laughs> and that, I was, I was dealing with that, you know, and then that kind of is what made me have to go into therapy, sorry, I know it's long, but that's, because it was just like, it started making me think of, like, even with me and my mom having a good relationship, it started making me think of the issues that we do have in our relationship, because, you know, even with us having a good relationship, y'all know nothing is perfect, so have a kid, get married, those are the two things that will bring out any problem that you have in any relationship, (laughs) I'm serious, Mm -hmm. those two things will bring any problem that you have in any relationship, Mm. um I think for me like my biggest thing was the whole like work life balance um because before I had my baby like I was always like work driven goal driven and so me going into like mommyhood you know I took you know that year to like really focus on being a mom and so not having like that me you know accomplishing stuff you know like me being you know focused on that stuff it kind of made me feel like you know like I'm not doing nothing and you know it just kind of like I don't know it was just weird not being that person anymore you know Mm -hmm. and then trying to figure out how to be that person and be a mom and then not feel guilty um so like that was kind of like my biggest struggle was trying to just find that balance of being able to do do it all Mm-hmm. and that's the crazy thing about that is 
you're saying that with the 18 month old, but mine are nine and I still feel like overwhelmed sometimes. And I still feel like, okay, am I giving too much to work? Am I not giving enough to the kids? So it's like, now what I do is I like, I designate like every month I'm definitely, I'm going to take them somewhere or do something where it's just them. Like I put phones down. I don't have anything. Like I give them a whole weekend. I won't, nobody will get a response from me from a text message. I won't do nothing but just kid related stuff. Cause it's like, I'd be feeling like that's my top priority, but mm-hmm. I know I got to work and I know my business need my attention. So I got to kind of like, you know, maneuver, but I guess with them being nine, they kind of understand because I talked to them about it. Yeah. And then, so I recently like looked at my number, like I said, when I was pregnant, like I prepared myself like financially, but you know, like I've always still been like, I'm going to do this for, you know, for the year. Like, these are my numbers. Like, so I see my numbers this year and I was like, oh, hell no, I got to get back to work. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, being a mom for a year was great. But so that was like an eye awakener for me. Like when I seen them numbers, I was like, oh, hell no, this is, we can't be doing this for another year. <laughs> you're gonna do it we're gonna have this talk next year around the same time and you're gonna be yeah. like your numbers. i'm back <laughs> but you know what that you like yeah i promise y'all this is my last one <laughs> yeah girl um, how do you think that this new wave of covid is going to impact your mom work life <laughs> i think i'm going to so her school literally they sh- her classroom is shut down um, right before Christmas, they had a COVID. Um, two of her teachers got COVID, and a baby in her class got COVID. So, oh, they like I've been looking at the cameras. Her classroom was shut down yesterday and the day before yesterday. I didn't look today, but um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be going back to you know work trying to, and I got a lot of stuff going on this year. So I'm like, oh lord, I'm nervous because. Oh. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, you know, with her, um, because, you know, this new wave, and then, you know, I don't want her to get it and going back to school. So, I don't know. I'm very nervous. Um, I think it's gonna be, you know, we're gonna have a lockdown again at some point. So I'm nervous about that. Yeah, for me, um, because I haven't put her in school yet, I haven't, you know, really but I know that I want to. So I guess that would just add further delays for that, you know, and I'd have her, like Jay said, from other moms that when you do, you kind of get some time back, you know, Mm -hmm. when you put them in school or daycare. And I was looking forward to that just because, you know, it's a struggle, like trying to get my nails and feet done or run, you know, running errands or being able to really work without having to juggle her and work. So um, I do hope that I can get her in school soon. I do without having to <laughs> have too much worry about COVID. Okay, but started going here, yeah. right? <laughs> Girl. Want, so, what about like, um, have y'all ever thought of an idea? Like, okay, so since it's a bunch of y'all with uh, new babies around the same age, working from home and whatnot getting together with like one of your friends who has a child too and trying to like work from home under the same roof like our babies to be able to interact with that social play or social distance from daycare and all these other babies and people and stuff have y'all thought about something like that no i had it 
So my neighbor, um, she works from home and she has a son that's a couple months older than Jace. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing about like, about like, how, like, I just don't be wanting to put my, like, even though like, I know like, you know, like she wouldn't mind, but I just, feel, I don't know. I just always have this inside thing of like, feeling bad you know like putting my baby on somebody else if that makes sense it makes a hundred percent yeah but i'm saying like under the same roof like y'all all would be working from you know, oh girl we definitely wouldn't get nothing done with two they get nothing done Damn. you see i'm on this call look <laughs> look at her Damn. oh my god i need to take a picture of her. that is so cute <laughs> i said she's been doing hair baby she gonna look at the at the camera too. In my ear, in my nose, like <laughs> girl. <laughs> but yeah, two babies. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I had no two babies. But, mm-mm. Dang. Mm-mm. I think for me, it would probably, it's more so just my. I don't know. It, like they said, it wouldn't work crazy because, like, I'm just trying to think. One friend that I do even know of, she lives with her. And I live to cater, and I'm not trying to get most days we at home in pajamas working from home. So that's me having to get her dressed, get myself dressed, and then commute over there. Or if, you know, we take turns and they come over here, I still want to get, get, you know, get us dressed. So that's when I'm like, mm, we'll just stay home. That makes sense. <laughs> All that has so Like being a mom is a whole, like, full-time job like literally a bitch be tired at eight o'clock okay girl okay. I, I came home and I literally I got home at nine I was like okay let me lay down for like 15 minutes before I get <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy so like my kids are nine I think when maybe they were four I took a trip but like before four I never I didn't take a trip without my kids when they were four, I took a like a three-day trip. Their grandmother came down from New York. She stayed with them because I didn't trust my kids with nobody after my mom and his mom. Um, up until last summer, my kids had never been out of my presence over maybe two days, and that was with their grandparents. Um, last summer, their grandparents kept them for the whole summer for the first time, and they're nine. So I really don't think that it ever, when they're young like that, we don't like true moms really don't want to just put their kids off on people mm-hmm. especially when they're young and they need a lot of attention because nobody's going to give your child the attention that you're going to give them they're not going to be able be as patient with them like you see how jay jay's very patient like with her daughter right now <laughs> she's multitasking and everything but somebody <laughs> not be able to do that with her baby you know what i'm saying that makes sense so, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why i say it's that work-life balance it's like Women are real superheroes when they gotta they have are. kids. They gotta be like, and they gotta be a bitch. So I give my hats off to any woman that's out here having babies and kids because that's a lot. That's the real babies are the one of my goals for twenty twenty two is uh, me and Jelani being more timely because, girl, with a child and trying to get out the door and get somewhere on time. Yeah. But I know for me, that I've learned that that is not my strong suit. It has been a struggle. I have been late to. Yeah things because I you know time getting myself ready it was you know but then by the time I got her ready and packed her bag and got us in the car try this though try night prepping 
So like yeah, I did that like her no, bag. like prep all of her stuff at night. So like prep her bag, what bows you gonna put in her hair, what clothes you gonna have her wear, iron the clothes. Like for me, I would weekly prep. So like I would get her clothes, get their clothes out for the week, iron them up on <clears throat> while I'm watching TV while they sleep. That's why I kept them with a bedtime. So like their bedtime was when they were like um Jay's daughter age, their bedtime was 7 30, 7 45 because I had to be Ooh. at work. But I had to be at work at eight. So that means we had to be at 5 30. I wish so, I could get your money to go down at that time. It it was hard. But their grandmother came down for like three weeks and she helped me train them into that. Until this day, like my kids, their bedtime is nine o'clock. So I put them in the bed like nine. They probably don't go to bed like nine thirty, you know, like ten o'clock. But I put they're used to getting in the bed at that time. And it's like they want routine. But for you, if you just like prep, like try it, getting her getting her stuff together at night and everything that she's gonna uh-huh. like the bag her clothes everything out get your clothes out so in the morning all you really gotta do is feed them and put the stuff on and then grab the bag and go yeah so i did do that but the only thing that i've started struggling with is now that i start doing her hair she you know, start having these fits yeah <laughs> that was so like it'd be like the the just the or, expect or unplanned with her that i run into like Right, or you do her hair and then she messed the shit up, and you be mm-hmm. so annoyed. <laughs> or I got her dressed and then she take a shit, you know. Yeah, oh, like that's be the things trying to get out the house. So now I gotta change her diaper. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yes, but I do need to do more of that more often because that does at least decrease some of the, you know, other time. Girl, my Sunday, my even to this day. Girl, my Sundays are straight prep days. I earn all their uniforms on Sunday. I get their book bags together. Okay. I meal prep their lunches, everything. That's good. These bougie ass kids don't want to eat school lunch. They won't, they won't take their lunch every day. So I got a meal prep lunch on goddamn on Sunday. <laughs> lunch meal prep for kids. But, well, as far as the schedule, I will say when she started daycare, that helped her get into a schedule. Okay. Like by the time she get home from daycare, she be tired. Like after we like eat dinner, bath, play a little bit, she ready for bed by eight o'clock. And then mm-hmm. she automatically gets up at like seven. And then even on the, like at school, they take a nap at 12. So even on the weekends or like when we not, not at school, I she go to, her body is like, she be tired at 12 o'clock. Like mm-hmm. automatically, like she's like on a routine. Cause like mm-hmm. daycare like wears them out and like helps with like putting them on the schedule it does it really does so like i told you girl is my friend is your friend girl i know i can't wait it's gonna change your life it's gonna change it i cannot wait girl that's why i'm sad i'm sad if this shit finna change (laughs) because i like having my time back and like people have another baby i'm like i like having my body back okay i'm not trying to give it to another baby right now <laughs> okay so to end this like what three two to three tips that y'all would give new moms or someone pregnant right now like what would y'all say to them um i would definitely say they always say like it takes a village which it definitely does um so i would definitely say like get some mom friends get some friends that like you can relate to when it comes to like being a mother like just tips and tricks for like for your babies 
someone that you can vent to that like understands because like you know my friends are not that don't have kids like you know you know you can't they can't relate to like what it is like being a mother or like the struggle or like you know it's a full-time job like they don't understand it so having like those friends those mom friends that you can like vent to and you know talk to and like do play dates with like that helped me a lot um it's when I kind of like got mom friends um definitely um figure out like that work-life balance um so that you don't feel like overwhelmed um because that, like I said once I got that that work-life balance like I felt like I could breathe again and it really kind of changed um my life um as to like how I was like moving and stuff like that so those are my two biggest things finding that work-life balance and like having mom for getting those mom friends that you can relate to was big for me um I would say for me the first thing I would say is um seek counseling if you feel that you need it definitely especially now during (laughs) where we're kind of have moments where we have to be isolated um and really nowadays you can do it virtually, you know, so definitely if you feel like you need it, um, just seek it, even if you just do one session, you know, just to see how it goes, because um, it could be very helpful, and it could be helpful in you dealing with some things from your childhood, or even um, unpacking whatever you may be dealing with, be um, the parent that you need to be for your child, you know, so definitely seek counseling. nothing wrong with it um and then also too I would say just navigate this COVID and this pandemic the best way you know how there's really no right or wrong way to do something and a lot of these things we won't get the memories back so just do whatever is best for you and your baby or your family because um COVID is still in a lot of memories and time from us so can find a way to do something safely and you'll feel comfortable do it because you're not going to get that time back you know um with family and friends or you know whatever um I will say one thing I'll say is when I was struggling with whether or not I should go to California um my guy he said COVID is maybe more the reason why we should go because people are dying every day and you don't know if this would be the last chance you get to see your grandparents. Mm, so yeah. it's kind of almost on the flip side. COVID is more reason why we should, you know, you should go see your grandparents because you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can do it safely in the <clears throat> way that you feel comfortable, you know, do it. I mean, but that's, you know, kind of what I've been living by my whole pregnancy. Yeah, and cherish every moment because they grow up so fast. Like, I can't believe my baby is 18 months. Um, so definitely cherish every little moment everybody says it but it's really true and I think it's mostly Mm -hmm. the infant stage is such the shortest stage like toddler you kind of get a couple years you know when they're like kid teenager you know all those stages you get a couple years with it but that infant stage is literally just like a very short window and it goes by really fast Mm. oh and one more thing um make sure that you you get your me time because that is very key whether if you're just like going outside in your car for 30 minutes and like Wusan <laughs> or getting your nails done hair done like it's very important to kind of like have your me time because as moms oops 
you you know you get so caught up in taking care of your baby and it's a 24 um hour thing that you lose yourself um mm-hmm. and you know you get used to wearing you know sweatpants and t-shirt and not doing your hair and you know <clears throat> when you start getting back to yourself that's gonna you know it just kind of it just makes you feel good and just get you know it, it makes you feel like I feel like when you look like how you look kind of can sometimes like mm-hmm. change your mood you know what I'm saying oh yeah because I look a mess and I feel a mess you right now <laughs> Mm-hmm. you are right and easy I agree Jade it, it is nothing wrong with getting me time and don't you don't have to feel guilty when you get it because one thing I struggle with is like let's say I would get like some me time and then maybe like in two weeks I was like craving me time but I felt bad for one and that because I'm like dang you just had somebody watch the baby you know two weeks ago his mom watched the baby and y'all went out to eat like so I felt bad for like wanting to like go out and get hookah and have a drink you know what I'm saying like two weeks later but it's it's not like a time stamp on how much me time you can get you know and I've struggled with that like thinking that I shouldn't like I should be okay with like once a month I'm just using as an example of getting me time but really I've been told and I've learned you need to be whole to be able to be a good mom so Mm -hmm. And if you're not whole, then you really, you get burnt out and you start stressing and snapping, you know, and not really being present mentally. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have one more thing. I'm sorry. I said that the last time, but um, <laughs> do what works for you. Like, I think a lot of times people get caught up in like reading books and what somebody else is doing, you know, like as far as like parenting or how like they take care of their baby, just focus on like work what works for you and your baby like don't worry about what everybody else is doing like if you gotta turn on cocoa melon to get some work done it's okay like yes like do what works for you and and that's okay yeah yeah you're right you gotta go in the bathroom and act like you're going to take a shit just to cry a couple of tears go do it like yeah Yeah. mom guilt is real and don't let it get to you Cause I definitely was like, dang, cause my baby does not go to bed at a good time. I'm going to just say that, but it works for us because she sleeps in and I'm able to log on to work and do everything I need to do for work before mm-hmm. she, Let's see. that works for you. Yeah. I love this. This was a great episode. I feel like it's going to help a lot of people out there. I hope so. You know, everybody's stuck in the house. All they're doing is having sex. Yeah. <laughs> if they, live, they, have if they live with a man, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-mm. I'm <laughs> baby, shy. I'm baby. I'm good. <laughs> Listen, I got that IUD real quick. Okay, <laughs> these two girl with the quickness, honey. My got to replace next year because these must be 10 next year. Because I, when I when I do it, I want to know that it's coming this time. Yep. That's what I said. If I would have knew how much daycare was, I might not have had Jace, okay? Wow. Like, it is expensive. I heard. It is. Imagine doing two at once. Ooh, yeah. Yes, twins. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how you Girls or boys are pain of each. <gasps> You're so lucky. Oh. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that's nice that's <laughs> one of each that's nice that's the goal that's like the lottery girl that is like the lottery like my sister she's um she was talking about like planning to have a baby I was like girl this is how much diapers and wipes cost 
formula clause. It's talking about your daycare costs. Like you, like you really have to plan having a baby for real. Like I didn't, like I said, when I got pregnant, I didn't like plan. It wasn't planned. I didn't think about all this stuff that comes along with having a baby. But you definitely have to plan it because they are expensive. They outgrow their clothes fast. They outgrow. Mm-hmm. You buy them some, the next week you gotta buy them something else. They outgrow. Mm-hmm. I hear from all of my friends so much about how expensive babies are, and it's just girl. I bought John school shoes and school pants for school in August. By September, I had to buy him more because his foot grew a whole size. Damn. He, he just woke up one he woke up one day and was just like shot up. I had to go that day and buy him pants for school. He had just shot up. <laughs> Hell to the no. I will say I breastfed uh for the first six months and SA does a lot of money on formula. Mm. Yeah, formula. Forty dollars a can, a can. like weekly. Like I was, so I bought it a week, so that was like one hundred and sixty dollars a month just on formula. Wow, that ain't including them diapers you gotta buy. Mm-mm, or white diapers because they go to they shit more. Mm-hmm. Especially once they start eating table food. Yeah. Like my friend, she or my cousin, she was like. But like trying to buy a house and she was like you know like going up as far as like what her rent was and I was like girl you can have a baby you, you know you gotta include these costs because that can make a difference you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like how are you paying in rent or in a mortgage and then your added cost of like the baby stuff like that you gotta think about that right mm-hmm. mm. so yeah but I wouldn't change it for the world I love my baby <laughs> Our we just talked about wipes, right? We we talked about how this shit. Wait, wait, my camera. Hold on. <laughs> we see. Look, pulling out all the wipes. Oh, Jace, where are you? Oh, Jace, no. Oh, look at her. Oh, look. Girl, what is she doing? the plastic cup with the wipes. Oh, Stop. Lord. Stop. See, this is the type of shit, you know. Not with Jay's. Just all in the cup. Why is she so up? <laughs> Girl. Jay said she out of school. She on Christmas break. Leave right. her. <laughs> yeah, you, yes. Jay's, we talking about you, girl. She's on Christmas break. Okay. You know what I do in the corner of the wife's child. You are missing these boots for me. It's the right. boots. For me. Girl. These <laughs> boots. These boots are killing me. She is wide awake running around. It is hilarious. Yeah. These boots is funny. Oh, <laughs> well, T. Well, thank you for um, asking me to be a part of this. It was so good to talk to y'all. Yeah, yes. so good. Thank y'all for doing this last minute. And I know both of y'all are sick. Oh my God, had I known, y'all could have definitely just been. Well, well this actually kind of took my mind off of it for a little bit. Oh, good, good. I hope y'all feel better yeah, soon enough. And I had one coughing attack the whole time. Oh, oh my goodness. It was crazy. COVID. Yo, what's your Instagram? Hmm? What's your Instagram? Oh, right. I just gave my photo booth one. I didn't even give my personal one. My personal Instagram is uh, J-E-L-E-J-E-L. It's Jelly Jell. Oh. <laughs> give it. Yes. And now she say no. <laughs> no, it's her favorite 
response. Oh, let me wrap this up. Okay, so y'all make sure y'all go check them out. Check their businesses out as well. Show them some love. Um, let's see. This was a nice, uh, lengthy one. I might make it two parts or I might give it to y'all all in one. We're going to see. But um, yeah, I hope this helps a lot of the new moms out there, expecting moms. Um, share it with your friends who's a new mom. Perhaps this will help them out as well. And make sure y'all are following us. Add a little kiss and tell on IG. And hey, share your stories with us. Your yes. Share the stories. Yeah, y'all don't share with us enough. We, we really, really would love to hear from y'all. So you can send like a little voice note or something to the DM. Um, do that. We'll play it out on here. If you want to remain, remain anonymous, we love to do that as well. We'll keep your name anonymous. All right. Until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Face down as a waiting for me. I'ma show you pretty as that you'll never see. Don't be scared, let your head down. Give your body. All it needs, yeah Just give it to me, baby, yeah And we gon' see How we make love on the street To Pluto, we're finessing like Bruno Give you this love that you want Make it last all night, cause you know Cause you know It's gonna be a fun ride Now we're here Take over Show me how bad you wanna Give me that love that I want Gotta keep me craving it